0: Welcome back to Footsteps in the Attic, the podcast dedicated to all things strange and all things paranormal. Wanted to send a quick shout out to my friend Ralph Sarchi, who the movie Deliver Us from Evil is based upon. I just wanted to recommend highly that you all go read his book. It was formerly called Beware the Night, but now they have changed it, the publishing company, to the same name as the film. So look up Deliver Us From Evil, and if you want to be scared and inspired at the same time, highly recommend you read this book. Um, little known fact about me is that my favorite film of all time, despite being a paranormal enthusiast, is It's a Wonderful Life. I absolutely love every aspect of this movie. I have memorabilia. I've met the surviving cast members. I watch it every Christmas Eve without fail and I love the entire message behind the movie and it kind of when I was thinking about the film today it inspired me to do a slightly different topic for this podcast so tonight we'll be discussing angels and guardian angels and I'm going to be sharing a couple stories that friends of mine have shared of angelic experiences I personally believe that we are all assigned for lack of a better word a guardian angel at birth. And this angel watches over us and acts as sort of the foreman and aids our spirit guides because I do believe there's a difference between our angels and our spirit guides. And a spirit guide, for example, can be a loved one who has deceased, has you know passed on and is watching over us. Um, I recently got a psychic reading and I was told that I had two spirit guides on top of my guardian angel. One was Celtic in nature, which makes sense, because I do have Irish blood. But the other one was very interesting. She said it was a Native American spirit. And I have not one drop of Native American in my family, (laughs) but I have always been drawn to the mysticism of the Native American people. So I appreciate somebody out there from the Native American spirit brotherhood looking out for me. (laughs) Um, Had a couple cool stories I wanted to share with you that were told to me from personal friends of mine who have had experiences Uh, one I will change the name I'm going to call her Gia for this episode Uh, when Gia was about 12 years old she was raised down south by the way she um, she would go out to this creek by her house and the creek was I'd say about two miles from what she told me from her home And in those days, you could feel a lot more relaxed and secure about your children going a longer distance, especially in a more close-knit neighborhood and less metropolitan. So Gia would take her bike and ride down to this creek. And one day she kind of set up a little picnic for herself. She had a blanket and she was laying down. And the only problem is she was deathly allergic to bees and she got stung by a bee. And she started well really she started passing out and her heart rate was going up and I firmly believe she was on her way to checking out of this world and she said and she remembers this vividly this man dressed in all white picked her up and the minute she was picked up in the air it felt like she was flying she just remembers this man looking down at her and smiling And next thing she knew, she was at her front door. And this guy knocked, and then her parents uh, discovered her, and she was taken to the hospital. Luckily, she was treated, and Gia made it out fine. But when all was said and done, and she got home, her parents asked her, How on earth did you make it to our front door in the condition you were in? And she said, well, it was the man, the man who brought me to you guys, the man all in white. And they kind of looked at each other and said, honey, there was no man with you. You were just laying by the front door and we heard a knock. And she was so confused. And she said, well, I mean, I I left my bike there as well in, in the creek area. And she went and checked the garage and her bike was laying there very neatly, and there was no way she had the ability to get on the bike and ride it home after she'd been bitten by a bee. And her parents, I mean, they were confounded, and they all came to the conclusion that her guardian angel must have literally delivered her to the front door and saved her from certain death. And I thought that story in particular was incredibly inspiring Um, there's another friend of mine who had a really incredible experience with what I believe is a direct guardian angel and I mean this angel put the guardian in the term guardian angel and we'll just call her Lorraine well Lorraine's grandmother lived by herself in the Midwest area and she was going to bed one night and she heard some scuffling and she goes downstairs, and doesn't really see anything, and then she starts going back up the stairs, and she hears rustling once more. So she heads back down, and sure enough, a man had broken into her home, and he, was, he, he noticed that she noticed him, and he started lunging toward her. Well, her front door had been left open from the man prying his way in, And all of a sudden, another man showed up, seemingly out of nowhere, grabbed the thief, put him in what I would describe as an arm lock, from what Lorraine told me, and showed this man uh, the door, but kind of kicked his legs and held him down, and held him outside, and he said to the older woman, "'Don't worry, ma'am. Everything's going to be okay.'" You go upstairs and call the police, and I will hold him until they arrive. Well, she went upstairs, and obviously she was frayed and dizzy and just terrified and confused and everything you'd be feeling in a circumstance like that. And she called the police, and the police eventually showed up, and they found the man on the front porch completely alone in a state where he couldn't move. And they asked the woman, how did this happen? And she said, oh, well, it it was the other guy who came in and tackled this thief and held him down until you guys got here. And the only detail she really remembered and was embedded in her brain about this man was that he had these piercing blue eyes to the point where even in the dark, She could see like the sparkle in this guy's eyes. And they said, Ma'am, there's no sign of anybody else entering this home. And we don't have foot, you know, any kind of footprints or footsteps. And the robber was in such a state that he refused to speak and didn't give them any information. I think he was startled and he was arrested and taken away. And when the woman went back upstairs after, you know, I'm sure some time and questioning, there was a silver cross just on the very end of her bed, and she knew she had not, you know, been wearing a cross or placed one anywhere, and that woman knew in her mind that a guardian angel was sent to protect her, and I absolutely love that story. And to add One more story to this. (laughs) A very good friend of mine uh, had a grandparent who was dying, and they were very distraught, and they felt that this grandparent was in their last remaining hours, and they were very upset because the mother really wanted to see their, their parent again. And I believe it was the grandfather. Was was passing away. So sorry to be a little uh, vague on the detail, but I believe it was the grandfather. So the um, the the woman's grand the woman's daughter <laughs> was, which would make her the granddaughter of the person in the hospital. Sorry again for the vagueness, but I'm recalling all this from memory. There's no notes. Um, was able to get to the hospital, and she was like, "Grandfather, please just." hang in there. My mom really wants to see you and has things to say. I'm not sure the relationship was the best at one point. So the daughter really wanted to sort of make amends with her father. So the grandfather wasn't really paying any attention and sort of like in and out of consciousness. And the granddaughter was very distraught and was kind of outside the hospital room crying, thinking, oh man, my mom is not going to make it here to say the things she needs to say to her dad. And this orderly, she said he had piercing blonde hair, (laughs) um, or platinum blonde hair, however you want to describe it, with, again, blue eyes. I'm not sure what it is with the blue eyes, but she said he had very clear blue eyes, and he had a big smile on his face, and he put his hand on my friend's shoulder and said don't worry, everything's going to be fine. Your mom is going to get to say everything she needs to say to her father. And he just walked off. And at first, I think she didn't process everything this guy said. I think she was just kind of like, oh man, I really want my mom to make it here. But then, when she thought about it, it was like, how on earth did this man know that my mom was on the way to say things to her dad? It, was, it wasn't like that was being passed around the hospital. So, sure enough, this man who was dying had a, a brief comeback and he regained his consciousness and the mother made it to the hospital on time and had a wonderful talk with her dad and was able to say that final goodbye. And I know my friend who told me that story said there was no doubt that that was an angelic intervention and that her mom had the peace to say goodbye to her dad and wish him a safe, however you want to say, a safe journey to the afterlife and, and know that he would be watching over her. And I, I love that story because she truly got to say goodbye to her dad on her terms with no regrets and they got to say, I love you to each other. So that was awesome. And this last story, I actually wasn't going to share at all, but I read this story, so this is not from a personal friend, but it's from an angel book that I have had for many years. And there was a young teacher who hadn't yet begun her job in the, I believe it was the Chicago area, and she was walking late at night and this group of teens approached her and they started shouting things and she kind of quickened her pace and was getting more and more unnerved and she really felt like they were ready to pounce on her and rob her and i mean god knows but all of a sudden these group of teens just stopped stopped dead in their tracks and they all kind of grabbed each other and then they took off well you know weeks had passed and this woman began her teaching job and she was assigned uh, the teenage group and she started teaching and she kind of recognized the boys but didn't know where from where and she really got to know them and they became friends and sure enough one of the teens one day came up to her and said you know um, I don't know quite how to say this but we were we were going to rob you and you've kind of turned our lives around and made us better people and and I gotta say I'm just grateful for your brothers and she said well what brothers What, what are you talking about? He said, yeah, my friends and I were approaching you, and we were going to, I mean, for lack of a better term, pounce on her, and these two guys, these two large gentlemen in white suits stood on either side of her and were piercing at the group of teens, and that made them back off immediately and run away. Now, if that's not a case of a guardian angel, I'm not sure what is, or angels, plural, plural. So, I just loved that story and it really, uh, it just it lets you know that you're always being guided, you're always being watched over, and that the spirits are by your side and they'll be there for you when you need them. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this little departure from my normal spiel, my normal topics, but hey, it's good to switch things up as I have something in my throat. I think that must be an angel telling me to wrap things up. <laughs> but um no seriously thank you so much for taking time out of your morning day evening to listen to this and we will be back next episode with some creepy topics some paranormal topics i have so many topics to talk to you about i have some great um great cases and i have a special guest coming up as well which i'm going to save as a surprise so thank you for listening And I will see you next time on Footsteps in the Attic.